Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast with me, Monty Walden. Today, my guest is Giovanni Bonchia, who is the director of the Colli Berici DOC and Vicenza DOC Consortium, the Producers Consortium. Welcome, Giovanni. Hi, Monty. Thanks for the invitation. That's all right. It's a pleasure to see you, actually. Let's begin. Um, how did you uh, start your career in wine? Probably a couple of decades ago, in the end of the 90s, uh, I fell in love, I felt in love uh, in Friuli while I was uh, doing the army year service. And then uh, it became a nice uh, surprise for me to discover that there was also a university specializing in enology and uh, viticulture in Conegliano. I started and I finished. And then since 2001, I always worked in the world of wine in Italy, Tuscany, Friuli, and uh, mainly Veneto. Okay, which region are you from in Italy? I come from a small town near Venice. I worked in Tuscany, I worked in the Colli Orientale del Friuli, and also in a couple of areas in Veneto, in the Piave area, and in the Verona Suave production area. So then you started working for the Suave, with the Suave producers? I started to work with them in 2005, that's what I did it until one year ago. I worked for 12 years on a lot of studies, researches, Suave is one of the most studied areas in Italy, but uh, we were able to go on uh, with a lot of maps, uh, and soil maps, uh, very detailed, uh, and a lot of research uh, comparing wines produced in different phases, in different situations. And probably we draw, we draw some line that other Italian areas can um, try to imitate or try to follow. Yeah, what you did there was very revolutionary. Whose idea was that to do the soil mapping in such incredible detail? Yes, but uh, to do that, uh, you have to do a lot of holes. <laughs> Dig a lot of holes. Uh, yeah, yeah, hundreds, hundreds of holes in order to know exactly what you have uh, under your um, feet. Uh, and uh, the roots of soils are really strange and are, in my opinion, really able to influence the production, but uh, you always need to have a detailed study of your area. And uh, for example, Suave has, uh, is characterized by two main kind of soils. And it's the same also in uh, my new area while I'm working now in the Colibarich that are very close to the Suave production area, are in the heart of the Veneto region, but uh, the, it's the opposite the geological situation. In, in, in the Colibarich is the limestone that is having the largest part of the areas, while the basaltic stones or tufts or other kind of rocks are limited to free for uh, particular areas. Areas very limited. In the Colibarici, but in Suave it's more dominant, isn't it? This uh, volcanic soil. Yeah, Suave is characterized. Two thirds of the Suave Classico are volcanic, are basaltic, and uh, talking about the larger population, more than half. Okay, so in Colibarici, what's the main grape variety for white wine? Well, the most cultivated varieties are the Cabernet Sauvignon, first place, second place Merlot, and third place Tairoso. Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot, you already know what it 
cities, Tairoso is a biotype of a kind of a Grenache or a Garnacha or a Canonao, call it uh, where you, as you want. It is a, a Mediterranean variety that um, grow up very well in um, hydric stress conditions, it needs a lot of hot, it doesn't like too much rain, and Tairoso is able to express a, a range of really versatile wines from the light colored version, really crispy and acid until the bold versions, sometimes with a bit of drying, with a darker color and with a lot of structure and important alcoholic level. So there is not a single identity for the Tairoso. Well, how come Colibericci is so dry then? What's what's the what's the topography there? Is it, is it wetter than Suave? Yes, compared with the climatical condition of the rest of the hills of the Verona and Vicenza era, is a bit less rainy. The temperature during the summer are a bit higher, mainly southwest and southeast exposed the, the largest part of the vineyards in Colibarici. Limestone with a lot of hydric stress that is granted by the draining stones, and so it's a perfect place for the cultivation of varieties that love the hot. And that's because I call it a Mediterranean island in the middle of the Pianura Padana, the flat plain of the river Po. So got a technical question. It's a dry area, so hydric stress, but on limestone, what is the ideal rootstock there for the great varieties that you will plant? Depends, depends, because uh, having different varieties, I, I mentioned Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot and Tairoso, but we have also a strong presence of Garganega, of Pinot Blanc, of Sauvignon. All these varieties need a, a kind of different rootstock in order to express themselves. Depends, depends, but anyway, the most favorite are those that love this, the stony soils. If we try, I'd say, a white wine from Colibedici and one from Suave, what are the differences in taste that we're going to find? Well, the, the Colibedici expresses some bloody sensation, okay? Bloody. It's characterized by the, uh, the iron, in my opinion. There is a style uh, inconfundable. It's uh, very difficult to don't uh, understand if a red wine comes from the Colibedici. So you need uh, to find uh, the touch of iron. If, neither if you are talking about Cabernet or Merlot or Tairoso. In the Suave world, what you have to find is a peach apricot in the younger in the younger versions, a bit of grapefruit, and after some year you start to feel some particular sensation that probably somebody called minerality in in the in the beginning is a sapid sensation in the mouth, and then in the nose after some year becomes something different to be decodified, and in my opinion is anyway an appealing. Uh, way to mature for this wine. Suave, in my opinion, uh, as the two main characters, the, the Cholk and the Basalts, uh, two wines produced in two different places are able to express after five, six, seven years in a different way. And um, the salt, the salt in the mouth is what, in my opinion, characterizes Suave. From both basalt and from limestone? or. Both, uh, but uh, it's influenced by the vintage uh, I understood in the last, in the recent years. Okay, so how big is the Colibedici DOC in terms of how many hectares are planted of wine oh, grapes? Oh, total is uh, 20,000 hectares in total, okay. So that's pretty sizable. No, it's uh, more or less uh, bigger like the Monte Lessini Appellation era. The amount of vineyards cultivated is about uh, 2,000. Oh, okay. And actually we are using 700 hectares for the 
Macaulay Barrage production, all of the hilly areas, so excluding the flatlands all around. So Macaulay Barrage means actually only hilly areas, hilly grapes and hilly vineyards. So some appellations, so some denominations in Italy, when it says Colli Hills, it doesn't always come from the hills. But you're saying in the case of Colli Berici, it really does. This is a wine from the hills of the Berici, and it really does come from the hills. Yeah, there are also vineyards uh, on, um, on the perimeter of the areas, but are actually not used for the Colibari production. It's a geographical name, is the name of the chain, so it's normal that uh, all areas take this name, but uh, I would like to specify that actually we are using only hilly grapes. Now, what is the main market for these wines? So they're mainly red. For uh, two-thirds of the production is uh, red wines, and the remaining uh, one-third is uh, white. Red, uh, I already told you, the most bottled is the Merlot, and the second place there is uh, the Cabernet and the Tairoso. While the most cultivated is anyway the Cabernet Sauvignon. Talking about uh, the production, actually we are um, approaching to 2 million bottles produced every year. And the main markets? Italy, Germany and a bit of the UK. Now what about the Vicenza DOC? What is Vicenza? Vicenza is the name of the town, capital of the province. It's a town that is included inside the Colibarici and it's also a name of a, a larger DOC that includes also the Colibarici and then includes all the hilly areas in Vicenza province in the western part in the northern part of the province. Everything there is hill cultivated and there the situation is the opposite. The most cultivated varieties are Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay. Right, okay, so big focus on French varieties in this particular part of the world. So you got the, you know, you talk about Cabernet and Merlot and... Uh, yes. Why, why is that focused on the French grape rice? Is that history? The history dates back to the period in which the were um, the destruction of the philosopher in France, but probably something something earlier, probably in the end of the 18th century, there was a, a huge uh, beginning of the flux of immigration of Italy abroad, and a lot of people who were, went to work uh, in um, in the country in France. Coming back in the 19th century, there was a huge amount of uh, these varieties brought to Italy, not only in the Colibari, also in the old Vicenza and Treviso and Padua provinces. Uh, was really poor developed until uh, 50 years ago. That's because uh, the immigration, the flux of immigration was huge. And talking about the viticulture was absolutely influenced by the land where the, this uh, huge mass of workers uh, did their job. What about climate change in these two areas, the Colibarici and Vicenza? How are growers treating, or what are, what are growers doing to combat climate change? <sighs> several uh, several weeks uh, without rains also this year has confirmed the trend over the last uh, seven years. So it means that a uh, few rains in June and July and August really dried. Well, it's a problem if you need to produce quantity, if you want to do quintals, tons. No? If you are doing uh, work focused on the quality, focused on uh, low yields, uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. And you have to remember that the hottest vintages like this one are always perfect for the red varieties. And all the whites suffer a lot because of the flavors, because of the balance of the acidity. While for the red varieties, it's best because of these uh, sun rays uh, are able to cook, to, to get mature distance inside the, the red berries. 
Exactly. And uh, that's because probably of the secret of the good maturation of the polyphenolic material. For the hard varieties, for the hard white varieties, is a bit harder, the questions. Probably we must uh, insist on varieties that are uh, friendly with the hydric stress. Probably we must focus on varieties uh, less compact, talking about the bunches. And uh, we must also think about uh, the training system. That is uh, probably uh, decisive. So you talk about pergola versus spalliera, per- pergola versus hedge star vines, or something different. Pergola and uh, Guyot, for example, are uh, able to give uh, two completely different results. The pergola is able to save the freshness and so the level of acidity inside the berries and also the terpenic substances. While the Guyot is able to express one gr- degree of alcohol potential more inside the grapes and also. Uh, help this uh, trellising the development uh, of the noriseoprenoid aromas so another family another but two are very good uh, trellising so you must uh, probably find the balance between uh, both uh, and uh, without uh, deciding for one uh, instead of the other probably the secret will be in the balance because if you have a hail storm with the guillot you will have uh, 50% of damage while with the pergola only 10% just give me that the name of that terpene again for the guillot in the heat, what was that again? What's the terpene that? again that you mentioned, the chemical compound that you mentioned with the guillo that you said at the end. What was that? Norisoprenoid. Well, okay, so. Norisoprenoid. <laughs> what does that give? Balsamic, balsamic uh, sensation are normally influenced by the hottest temperature. And uh, also for Professor Scienza, the norisoprenoid aromas are, norisoprenoid compounds are those that are responsible after some year of the birth of the sensation of Minerality. So, uh, she, um, Professor Scienza, Attilio Scienza, who's a renowned professor on uh, Italian wine. Well, no, probably yeah. the most expert in Italy about viticulture and a lot of other stuff. Final question. If we go to Coliberici or Vicenza, what are the typical dishes that we would enjoy with some of the local wines? Bacalala Vicentina. This is in a home place. <laughs> Bacalala is salt cod. Absolutely. Bacalala Vicentina, uh, long cooked, and then uh, they have a particular kind of suppressor that is uh, at uh, local salum, uh, really salty, really dry, really enjoyable. The salty pork. Um, uh, Vicenza is hard to describe only one dish. Vicenza is probably in the Veneto area, the richer in the gastronomic uh, tradition. is huge. The level of the restoration of the um, restaurants in Vicenza is huge. Right, so that, so that must be good for the local wine then. Yeah, yeah. The largest part of the wines from Blues and Colibarich are really gastronomic. Uh, always really heavy, often, and uh, means uh, with alco- alcohol uh, higher. Because uh, of the heat? Exactly, exactly. To have concentration in Colibarich is uh, quite natural. There are several producers who started with fresh grapes that are able to arrive to wines with 15 degrees of alcohol. Just to give you an idea what is the natural concentration that you can obtain in Colibarich. Really, that's quite. It's very high for some somewhere that's so far north. You would never really expect that, would you? You would think you maybe you'd be in Sicily or. But uh, the largest part of the vineyards in Colibarich are, are cultivated in the east, south, and west uh, sites. The northern part uh, that is characterized by the alpine climate. Uh, is not so used for the viticulture in Colibarich. There is not land, there is not earth, the slopes are steepy, and uh, there are woods, it's uh, cooler. Colibarich are divided in two phases, where you can cultivate the vines 
and well, you don't have to cultivate nothing because of the climate and because of the winds and because of the influence of the method. It is clear if nobody planted some vineyard in some place, there is always a reason. Our uh, grandfathers uh, didn't study, but already know a lot of stuff. So they knew where to plant and where not to plant. Giovanni Ponchia, thanks very much for coming in today to talk about the Colliberici and the Vicenza area. Fascinating to talk to you as usual. Hope to get you back on the podcast at some stage. We can go into soil in greater deep. We can go into soil in greater detail, seeing as you are one of the leading experts on soil, I think, in Italy. And we'll do just a, a podcast devoted to soil if that's okay. But Giovanni Ponchia, thanks very much. Been fascinating to talk to you. Thank you, Monty. Good luck in the Colliberici and Vicenza. Thank you. Bye to everybody. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.